Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Would I kill my own baby? To save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! And we're live. Hi! Hi! Welcome back to... The, the Big, big ones. ones. I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big Ones. Each week, we ask a new ethical question ranging from historical decisions to relationship dilemmas to brain-busting moral choices. And to- today is no different because we have the very talented Luca Jones. Hi, guys. Hi, Luca. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. That's so nice. Thanks for calling me talented. Very <laughs> Well, you are. You're the hardest yeah. working guy in showbiz. That's right. That's true. <laughs> that I knew that I work so hard because I feel like I lack so much talent. Yeah. Well, I think some, I mean, this is a good thing to talk about, but like hard work versus innate talent. Mm. Mm. So what's I mean, that? if I'm going to be honest, like I work off just pure talent. I don't work. Right. right, right, right yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a hard worker and I'm not that talented. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing just okay. <laughs> You're doing it just about as much as you can. That's do. fantastic. What I'm getting is what I'm deserving. Yeah. 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 Well, it's not that's, bad. That's just. Yes. Yeah. So Luca has a PhD in philosophy. Yeah. Big time. Wow. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, what made you interested in pursuing that, um, going that far with your education? <laughs> I was a really bad student as I was growing up, got very bad grades. In high school, I probably had like a a low two point something. Wow. In college, I had, again, between a 2.0 and a 2.5, somewhere in there. Academic wow. probation? I uh, Not in college. Did you? Oh, college? yeah. College. Oh, really? You were in college? Oh, wow. multi- I was in I thought that. you were just asking her if she was in co- college. No, we no. went to college together. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I was in that academic probation office quite a bit. And wow. I, uh, lots of like, you can do this, Maria. Like, you can Wait, get. You guys were at LMU? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. See, like, they, I was at Kansas. And I University of Kansas, I don't think they worry quite as much about they're probably not as on top of you it didn't cost as much money <laughs> but uh, they're going your parents are just paying like a, for it's this. just a state school that like at the right. time probably cost like you know like a, a couple thousand a year for in-state students or whatever i was mm. not in state right. um i i mean i failed a class in high school my only a in college was bowling you took but, a bowling class yeah they had a bowling class wow. it was awesome i failed english freshman year at college English. Oh, really? Yeah. I did a lot of... Uh, like literature? It was... Yeah. It was, composition? Yeah, it was more like composition because like I just didn't do the essays? work. Yeah, I just didn't do the work. And then like in yeah. a philosophy class, I like got kind of cute with my professor and was like doing a thing on Kierkegaard and just like... You got cute with your professor? You mean like you hooked up with your professor? No, no, no. You'll, you'll know what I mean right okay. now because it was like we were supposed to do this paper. It was on... 
Kierkegaard and I yeah. wrote instead of a paper I just wrote like two sentences being like Kierkegaard said I don't even know but like he wouldn't want me to write this paper on his book oh, sorry God. why were you such a brat because I didn't want to do it it was boring yeah it was boring did you not want to go to college no oh. I, I didn't want to be a college either I didn't want to be in class I like the the like parties and stuff and yeah uh, uh, the only philosophy class I took in undergrad uh, was Intro to Philosophy, and I got a D, and that was like freshman year, and that was the last one. And then what happened was like at the end of college, I started reading Ayn Rand books mm-hmm. um, just on my own time, and uh, she kind of like wrote like not just like Atlas Shrugged and Fountainhead and these ones that like um, lots of people have read, but like also these little philosophy books, she would call them like nonfiction essays. Like, and, and while in, in like academic philosophy, they don't take her seriously really at all. But like, like I hadn't really, it was my first real exposure that I was paying attention to, to like the branches of philosophy, like epistemology and metaphysics and ethics and political philosophy and stuff. So I got hardcore into her for like a couple of years, mm. like at the end of, uh, college and right afterwards when I moved to LA and then at some point like within a few years of after college I was uh, trying to act out of here and just like not doing anything really much it was driving me crazy so I decided to go to UCLA extension and just take like one critical thinking philosophy course and I really liked it and became friends with the teacher and he like directed me towards this place called Cal State LA which um actually has a like a a good philosophy department and i got my master's there and then once like i was like i really clicked into it there and i really liked it and then i applied to like a bunch of phd programs and and uh ended up getting into like cornell and usc and i was like i'm gonna go to usc because i want to stay in la and it was a good department and uh and i was off to the races but um in terms of like my interest um but it's really hard to to finish your PhD if to write like write a book basically. Yeah, your dissertation. Yeah. How long is that? It's like it's probably as short as they let me have it be. Uh, I forget the the page count right now. Um, but like by the time I was finishing, I took as long as they would let me. I almost got kicked out because I was already like work like about five years into the, like USC. I started working like t- right. TV wise and. And then I was like, well, but I got to finish this PhD thing because who knows if the, you know, like the acting could stop at any time. And you know, I was just trying to do both things. And it was like silly because I, uh, Did, I got were you thinking good. like I would eventually maybe teach with this PhD yeah. as a backup plan? Yeah. But like you can't do like the, the kind of teaching or jobs that like people are really aiming for are almost, if not as hard as acting jobs to get. Wow. They're called tenure track jobs, right? Okay, yeah. Like research universities where you like, you teach like a class or two per like semester and then you do like tons of uh, what they call research. Um, and you just get to like work on your own papers. And it's like the Wonder Boys lifestyle. Yeah. It's like that, Michael Douglas and the Wonder Boys. Uh, that used to be my dream. Yeah. Really? To I've live never. The one, oh, girl, it's such t- a good movie. Toby, Toby Maguire, wow. Katie Holmes. Who directed that? Young uh, Lee? That wasn't. Uh, no, it's a Mike. It's based on a Michael Chabon book, uh, okay, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who directed it, but it's like you live. I think it like took place at Carnegie Mellon. You like live on the East Coast. 
You just <laughs> like go to nice parties yeah. and you are like, you talk like yeah. intelligently with all your coworkers. Wow. Well, for me, it was more about uh, being able to, to, I would have la- rather like worked on the West Coast, but like. Oh, see, but, that, I, when I, I think of professor, I think of like that's right. dark wood, yeah. snow outside, Ivy and a fire feeling stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, I, I just think of like tons of time off. Like all you get you, you, the entire summer off and like, and right. and if you're just teaching like, you know, one or two class, two classes, like a semester it, at the, at the big research universities. What are you researching in life, philosophy though? Life. Like, well, they call it research. So like when you use the word research and apply to sciences, it's like more intuitive. Like, Oh, you're researching like, you know, like this particular issue in biology or whatever. But mm. in philosophy, it really just means like what you're working on. So, so you're reading the literature, maybe you're reading literature like associated with it. So if like you're into like philosophy of language or philosophy of mind, you might also be reading um, literature and linguistics or, or uh, uh, you know, like cog, cog sci, cognitive science or neuroscience or something. Maybe wow. that's the way to do it. Just have these like everyone's really well read and you just have nice dinner parties and it's snowing it's really outside all about the dinner parties. Yeah. It's, I, I don't want I it only, snowing. I don't want the snow. It comes back to food. <laughs> oh yeah. Always. Or some sort of, yeah. Dinner Anything party. where I can be eating with friends and talking, having great discussions and there's a fireplace, yeah. but that's kind Ooh. of what we're doing with this podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Right. I mean, oh, it's just right. an excuse, but we don't know really anything about kind of the theory behind philosophy, but that's, we're just going with our gut. That's what I'm going with right here. <laughs> so what, um, like, what was your dissertation on? Like, what, what kind of philosophy are you specifically interested in? Well, and are you a I'm, philosopher? Or is I'm that- not. <laughs> I don't know what a philosopher is exactly. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I, it, it did strike me as weird sounding that what's true is that in academia, they'll call philosophy professors or philosophers. Uh-huh. They're both. And it, it sounds a little weird because we think of that word as applying more to, like, mm, Aristotle or like people that aren't alive anymore, maybe, or, you know, like stuff like that. But really today's philosophers are just like the professors at like, you know, UCLA, USC, Stanford, et cetera. But they're also stand-up comedians are the philosophers of today. I I think I don't believe that. I definitely don't believe that. Really? Wow. Yeah, I, I you don't think Amy Schumer. You, you don't that? think Amy Schumer is the philosopher? Of- Definitely not. Not no, for not, me. Not, and not, not specifically just her. Just <laughs> I think I think stand-up comics often. Um, I think they're really funny, and I think they're really insightful. <laughs> but I think they often think they know more than they do. That's fine. And that, they, uh, yeah. they oversimplify things in for a, a way. Joke. That, 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 no, if for a joke, but then they end up in interviews, like talking as though that this sort of oversimplified. Uh, answer they came up with for their joke is uh, like the right one or something, and um, so. yeah, but they do make people think in different ways. I totally agree. Which is what a philosopher it's, it's, does it's in one way or another. Sure. They do just give people a point of view that's very much like, huh? And you see inside yourself mm-hmm. how you react to the joke, or you see inside yourself like, well, why did I react like I totally, that? I totally, I totally agree that they're like like the best ones are like really insightful and they're like communicating like insights that in a way that's like more sort of easily digestible than like yeah. some boring paper or something yeah. or, or talk um, for sure. But what was your dissertation about? Oh yeah. <laughs> Merely verbal disputes, people thinking they're in an argument. There are people in philosophy thinking 
that they're arguing about something substantive when it's actually just uh, mostly or completely because uh, they're using the words differently. Oh, so like semantics, just like yeah, like that, like kind of linguistics. Which is kind of what's happening in our world right now. It's like in in, some, a, yeah, in a arguably, way, like yeah. so. If you get down to it, like you know, good people have the same idea of what's good, what's wrong, right and wrong. But then how you talk to each other about it, you get hung up on these words or these like ideas that are like, I don't know, kind of out there when instead of like, no, 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 you both know what good and bad are. Yeah. Is that what your thing was about that people have the same intent, but are saying it differently and think it's an argument? Is that well, no, I mean, I think uh, it was more like people, people intend to be having an argument um, because uh, they found places where they disagree about whether or not, say, we have free will or something like that in philosophy. And then uh, it turns out, my argument basically was, not that it's like, not that it necessarily worked, uh, was that they're just maybe using the words differently and they don't actually fully disagree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like with moral language, it becomes even more complicated because I think good people uh, or decent people or whatever, um, while we might all share, uh, I'm just going to assume we're all decent, even though, like, who knows? (laughs) We might all share, like, some, like, common notion of what's good and what's bad and what's right and what's wrong. We still might, like, through, like, the use of, like, hypothetical examples, thought experiments, like they use a lot in, like, philosophy, find out that our intuitions about what's right and what's wrong, in certain cases, especially some weird cases that philosophers cook up, like are really different. Mm-hmm. And then you start saying, Oh wait, like what I think is right and wrong is different from what like you think is right and wrong. But that sometimes that might only get teased out in like kind of weird cases. Right. right. So we both, we both agree that like, you know, like, like beating a baby up just for fun is wrong, mm-hmm. but, but that's wrong under like m- multiple, like, popular theories of what's wrong or something like that. So it might be that you subscribe to theory A, you subscribe to theory B, me, theory C, and they all say that you don't get to beat up babies just for fun, but they mm-hmm. also say different things right. about other more controversial cases. Yeah. Like one, your view would be like, oh, you can't beat up a baby because it's defenseless. And my thing is like, you can't yeah. beat up a baby because... Like you know, all violence is yeah, wrong. Yeah, all violence sure. is wrong. So it's just like... It could be something like that. Where yeah. it's all coming from. Wow. And the, oh, I can't... Like, I love... I <laughs> I love ideas. How did... I can't imagine writing a paper on that that long of a paper. Like, I'd be done within the first page. I'd be it like... It was really hard. I, like, I didn't know. Yeah. How I, do you keep going? It was really hard. How, like, I wasn't built to write that kind of. I mean, it was like over a hundred pages. Oh. But like, but but some people write. I mean, you know, like mine might have been one thirty or something. Where do you it's get all, the information? You have to read. Well, you have to read a bunch and 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 like talk a bunch and like reference. Like, um, it's it's supposed to be a dissertation. It's supposed to be some kind of original, contain some original contribution to the literature, and so you have to like show that you've read the literature and use, you know, like the relevant literature given whatever you're talking about. But then you have to have ideas based on that literature and that's where I have have problems. Because then I just quote and then I'm like, see? And I say, cool. But but what it would have been like is like you would have gone through like three or so years of like classes first 
coursework and you would have like seen like that there's something that you like just like disagree with that lots of people like think or something and then you oh, and then found you, a way mm. to go like with your advisor like i think i want i think i want to write about this because like i think that's crazy that people believe whatever that you're you know like that you're allowed to like kill kill a baby to save people from nazis or that they don't think that or whatever like so right. so i want to i want to uh i want to argue about something for a position that's related to that somehow. Spoiler alert, that's from episode one. If you oh. haven't listened, just... No, no, no. I'm just telling them to go on back. Yeah, and we all voted to kill, kill the baby. baby. Except yeah. for Matt, he voted to save the baby. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you can you can do that not to make it about that episode again. Like, mm-hmm. You can like really make somebody like Matt go crazy, maybe already dead, by going like, <laughs> what if you had to kill a baby to save everybody in the world? You know, like, right. At some point, it becomes almost like obviously immoral to, 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 not, to not kill, kill the baby. baby. Right. Is, and, and, and philosophers use that kind of example. Like a lot, it's distracting to normal people, but, but it's like, it's, it, it gets really solid intuitions because we really think you're not supposed to kill babies. And that it's on, that's almost like just like a given. Right. But then when you put it against the backdrop of like, but what if like literally all of humanity mm-hmm. like would, would, would die right. if you didn't for some reason, <clears throat> Well, I was taking. I was taking before I came here. I was taking this moral philosophy morality test or whatever, and it was like there were four different questions about like, would you kill ten people to save a hundred people, or would you kill? But the numbers. But I saw myself when the numbers were larger. It was like it was like, uh, would you kill a thousand people to save a million people? And right. it was like hard for me to to yeah. comprehend that. And then it was like, would you kill one person to save twenty five people? And I was like, yes, that's much y- easier. Yes, it, you feel yeah. it feels even more realistic. Yeah, when when, when th- thought experiments are more real, more realistic, even if they weren't describing them in detail, like it's just like easier to get a hold of. I think right. like, there's this famous thought experiment. You can erase some of this, right? Or not? Like, if you don't. Oh, want to. Uh, yeah, but no, like, this, well, but this is good. People saying, are like, loving it. The, the the message boards are going nuts. I'm already nuts. getting a lot of texts. <laughs> keep it going. Wait, are we live right no, now? No, we're not uh, live. Uh, I, have more, I have to be more careful. Like last night, we were talking about the. I was talking with my philosophy professor friend about the trolley problem. Uh, d- uh, sorry, dinner party. No, no, oh. uh, tomato pie pizza and Silver Lake. Still, that's still not good. bad. Yeah, yeah. She'll take it. I'll yeah, t- yeah. No fireplace. <laughs> You're though. living her dream life. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. And he he had some intuition about like something he wanted to like write about, but we were talking. We were with somebody that wasn't a philosopher. We were with my girlfriend, so we, we had I did like we just explained what a trolley problem is, and it's this it's this thing that I'll probably not explain well, but I'm going to do it quickly, which is like. The idea is like you've got like a train, mm-hmm. let's say, coming down the track, and there's a split in the tracks, and the train's like naturally, given where the switch is, going to go to the right instead of to the left, uh, let's say. But there are five people stuck on the track on the right, and you are at the switch. You can flip the switch and make the train go to the left and avoid those five people. Uh, but there's one person stuck on on the left. And so uh, there are, like, two things that come up. One is, I forget exactly how the trolley problem is articulated, but one is, like, do you throw the switch and save the five, uh, but knowing you're going to kill the one person? Like, is that okay? Um, And the other is, uh, is there a difference between just, like, letting the train do what it's going to do? Right, right. um, Like, letting the five die versus killing the one person by flipping the switch? 
to some people it feels like there's an intuitive difference between taking action that leads to a person right. dying versus inaction that lets five people yeah. die. Uh, like but I see a difference question is, there. What are the five people that are on the track that the train's actually on? Did they know that that was like a working train track? Like, did right. that's another, yeah, because I just actually read researching moral dilemmas, read one where it was, um, yeah, a train track problem where there was five kids on a track playing on an active track. They shouldn't have been there. Sure. And then one kid playing on a track that was not active. And the same situation doesn't right. make a difference if they, they're doing something naughty. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah, but you might, you might think, if, you might, if they're kids especially, I don't know what age you're talking about. Maybe like, eight. Okay. I mean, that is, you might think that's different from like 17 year old. Yeah. Kids, right? 17, like, the thing, if, if people know better and are doing or it, or should know better. Should know better. Yeah. But those are two different things. They are two different things. But if it's like, if these people know this is a, this is a working train and they're and just being like they're being, being risky yeah however then, what you don't know what these these people are like what if the one guy on the other track is a serial killer right but so so what you end up doing with these thought experiments is i mean you guys are just like you're jumping in a fun way from one to another in some sense because <laughs> but we're not getting to the bottom of it no no but you can't because because what you would end up doing is like if i proposed if i wanted to get your intuitions i'd go like Assume they're all morally fine. Mm-hmm. Assume they're all morally right. good. Assume they haven't done anything wrong. Like make them equal enough so that it's really yeah. just isolating. Like, is it okay to like let five die to save, not kill one or to kill one in order to let five die, whatever. Like, um, of course it might matter if like the five are like basically like Hitler and like all yeah. the other worst people in the world. And then right. the one is like a pregnant woman. I wouldn't yeah. change. I <laughs> sure. honestly, yeah. I honestly wouldn't change the track. I wouldn't change the track to save the, I would let the train do what wow. it was going to do. Right. See, that's intense. A lot of people have the intuition. No, you got to save the five people. Like, because like it wasn't, but people. it would be different if it, if it was like standing, if, if it was my, it's just weird when you, when something is happening and you, the action you take is going to. It's like it's not my problem to begin with. Yeah, but it is your. But that's an intuition, right? So another like <laughs> another one is like you see a kid drowning, right? Like, and it's a kid, let's say, and like you, it's in shallow water that you'd have no problem with. Um, you, if you in, inactively let the kid drown. There's a sense in which you didn't like act. You didn't actively kill the kid, but like we'd 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 want to go like. You mean why you didn't, didn't step you? into two foot water to save a kid? Like why didn't you take that action? And if you said like, well, it's not my well, problem, no, but, that, but I'm not the- saying that because you're there's still. But if there were a, if there were th- a, if there were two kids in the water drowning, and there's a kid that's having you know an asthma attack like on the beach, and I'm helping the kid on the no, beach. I know, no, no, no. You're you're staying focused on the fact. On the on the fact that you're you're it's a it's a torn situation where you're torn in some sense between two, mm-hmm. two like two values or something like that that you're trying to save two people or two groups of people, but but I was just focusing on the thing where you're talking about it's sort of like not my issue because like I didn't start it I didn't put it together yeah, yeah. so we can we can isolate that and take is that a, bad take a, is that bad person is that <clears> what a bad person says. Um, I think some. I think you'd agree it is. Like I think if, if I think <laughs> no, 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 not in our, not in our case. Not oh, in the, okay. the trolley case is like morally confusing. But like in a more clear case, 
where there's just a kid drowning and there's nothing. Right, right, it right. literally costs you almost nothing. There's no chance he's going to pull you under. He's like five years old, whatever. Yeah. Like, like I think you would think of almost anybody that just walked by saying, "Oh, like I didn't start that." Right. As like you're being a you're being a moral. F- Shithead. Like, right, yeah, you have sure. to go save the kid. It costs you nothing. Right. He but could die. What is it doing? a bad person to to let the train do what it's going to do <clears throat> instead of taking That's much active? more confusing. What would you do? I mean, I in theory, I think I kill the one to save the five. Like, that's what I think. Yeah. But putting, you'd actually take that lever. Putting myself in that situation, I don't know, because I think I'd see, oh, my God, these five people. And then I'd look over to the guy and he'd be like, no, no. And I think I might just freeze up yeah some people would just freeze up yeah that that, that's separate that's like more that's just more about like like psychologically what would you be able to do right 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 that might say something about you but morally i don't think people would be very i wouldn't blame anybody for freezing up like like that's such a crazy situation but if i did freeze up then i think i would be kicking myself saying amanda you should have pushed the lover or whatever Let's move on to our yeah, moral sorry. dilemma. No, no, yeah, this is great. Yeah, no, that was good. That was that that can take that the place of our like, yeah. no, th- that can take the place of our of our moral dilemmas throughout the day throughout the week. Oh, the little I, dilemma. Yeah, because I don't have one. Oh, no, sorry. it's been a perfect week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is Amazing. why we wanted. We're excited to have you on yeah, because seriously. you know this is interest. Very interesting. Okay, so ready for the big one? I'm yeah. ready. A friend confides to you that he has committed, he or she, excuse me, has committed a particular crime, and you promise him or her never to tell. (laughs) Discovering, however, that an innocent person has now been accused of the crime, you plead with your friend to give him or her self, (laughs) fine, (laughs) no, not them, to give them self up. They refuse and remind you of your promise. What should you do? Do wait, you go wait, to- What's the end? Wait, what's it? I'm, I know you're not done, but like, you refuse what? You refuse. Um, the friend refuses to give themselves up. Right. Yeah. So, so do you, basically, do you turn it in your friend? Right. So let's name this friend. Yeah, just to make it easier yeah. for I think it's a Ralph? close friend, Ralph, Ralph. who's never done anything like yeah. this before. Is What's my the crime? Understanding. <clears throat> yeah, I think it matters what the crime is. If the crime's like stealing a Snickers. No. Um, but if it's a kid and another kid's getting in trouble, that could make the rest of his life, you know, it could give him a different course. That's true. It's just like my the strength of my intuitions and feelings are going to matter more, like the, the more severe the punishment that the innocent right. person is going to have to undergo. What if like, it was a hit and run? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. It wasn't murder, as in like there was a motive it's or man, anything man, like that. Thing it's man, manslaughter. It's manslaughter. Well, let's not use even a. Le- I don't know what manslaughter means exactly, but it's killing somebody. Yes, killing not purposefully. Yes, yeah. Accidentally killing somebody in a way that you would, uh, if it's like driving or whatever, mm-hmm. in a way that you would get in trouble for, especially. If you then drove away, yeah, uh, out of panic or something right, like right. that, thinking like I got to get out of here, you know, yeah, like, yeah, and um, yeah. Okay, so Ralph was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard, hit a guy, Peter. Yeah, Peter. Yeah. Peter was left was left and died before he got to the hospital. Should we say? I'm sorry. Is death make it too clean cut? Maybe we say <clears throat> they were just. Be- um, like paralyzed. 
<laughs> like he hit someone and they didn't die, but they were paralyzed. I mean, either way, it's like terrible. It's still yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Both I'm are fine bad. with either one. Yeah, so we can. It doesn't have to be completely defined, but basically, he did something really bad. Yeah. Okay. So then he he comes home and he's like, "Oh my god." I like it to be completely defined, though. Okay, let's, then. Okay, then let's dead. Say he's paralyzed. Then dead. No, let's say let's say dead. Then, if we're going that route, okay. let's Peter. Say dead. Did I say Peter is his name? The friend's name. Peter's Ralph. a friend name. Oh, Ralph's a friend's name. Ralph's Peter's the friend. The Peter's victim's name. And then there's somebody else accused. Let's call him uh, Milos, like Milos Forman. Okay. Wow. Well, oh, wow. Friend. That's cool. Okay. So Milos. Yeah. But we that's don't a know cool name. just to not use like all like boring. Names. Yeah. Right. 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 We don't know Milos and we don't know Peter, but Ralph is. Really Ralph stood at all of our weddings, whether yeah, it like was a, our good, good buddy. Yeah. Best. And he is a solid guy. He's never done anything wrong. And he's always been loyal. Always. Yeah. Like he, he'd help you bury a body if you called him in the middle of the well, night. Well, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a loyal guy. That's not necessarily a soil, solid guy. That's going to like oh. help you bury a dead body. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's kind yeah. of like a moral failing on his part, arguably. Maybe, right. maybe, but that's a different. <laughs> like, he would do for you're building it in almost. He would do for you what we're asking if we should do. Yeah, for him. yeah, but that's I mean fair to say that he you know that he probably would do this for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. that's why he's asking it of you. And that might make it harder. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, not to like question the hypothetical too much because yeah, I, no, go ahead. No, I love making up these. But like that, that anybody who like you know would do something like that for you like no matter what like is already like in some sense morally suspect a little bit like, I, I, I agree mean, do you I know agree. what i mean like the guy who like like the the friend you call if a dead hooker if you wake up and there's a dead hooker in your bed to like help you dispose of the body like isn't necessarily your most morally upstanding friend. I think that's fair. And honestly, I would not want someone to be like, don't worry, I'm on my way. Like, I think that... <laughs> don't worry, I'll put her in the fucking tub and pour acid all over her. Don't worry, her yeah, bones liquefy. No. Like, I will take care of you, buddy. You're my buddy. No, no, because that just always, and I know this from television shows, that always gets you into <laughs> deeper trouble in the end. Because what people don't yeah. think about after they commit a crime is like, do you want to spend your life running and being... Like, you you might as well. I, I want to. Not just his- running, but there's like. You remember the machinist, the movie, the machinist. Uh, not well, but so there's like Christian, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, we're yeah. a skinny man. So like he like so like uh, like there's situations where like you have no reason to think that was a hit and run. You have no, not necessarily any reason to think you're going to get caught, but like the guilt was what was what ki- was what was eating him, yeah. his weight away. Like he like he he couldn't just sit on that, and I think most like decent people couldn't hit somebody and run knowing the person died and then just be like, Oh, got away with it. I think it would like really fuck with their head. Okay. But what if, what if Ralph, it's not that he's like, okay with it. He's like beating himself up inside, but he's got maybe like a newborn baby or something. He's got things to take care of. He's got, he's like, I can't go to jail. I can't. Yeah. What if his, like, he's got a newborn baby and his wife just died. Was he drunk? No, No. I don't think he was drunk. Cause was it a total accident that he like? Was he looking down at the radio? Why? why I think did, he was. Maybe he had. I don't know. Taken a Xanax. He's dealing. One yeah, Xanax? he's, deal, he's so dealing. He's a little with groggy. A lot. It's a little yeah. groggy. Maybe he had a sleeping. sip of wine. Maybe he had a sip of wine at dinner. Two glasses of red at dinner. 
Anna Zanna. <laughs> but he's a big guy. Ralph's a, I think Ralph's like, yeah. like my size. Maybe a little, like a little bigger. shorter. Bigger? <laughs> bigger. Bigger. Luca's I'm like 6'3 to 40 or so. He's yeah. like maybe 6'2 six, six, six to 220. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got yeah. it. Got it. So, and his, his hair color? I'm just uh, kidding. So he's no, like. No, no, he's bald. Okay. Oh, well, then that makes us want to have some sympathy for him. Yeah. Uh, He's been through a lot. Yeah. yeah, no. No, but I think, like, I, I would say, should we just dig in a little yeah, bit? Yeah, off the bat, well, like, yeah, what are you yeah. thinking? Oh, I, sorry, are we keeping that he has the baby and everything? And yeah, that's I all part keep of that. I would say, um, well, there's two questions. One is, what would you do? And the other is, what would the right thing to be? Or what would it be morally acceptable right. to do? Right. And it might be that you just find out that what you'd be willing to do for uh, your best buddy isn't necessarily what's most morally correct. That's fair. And I think what we're asking is what would you do? Yeah. Okay. And in philosophy, does friendship have anything to do with morality? Like, does that ever... Should your moral choices change because of your loyalty to someone or is that not even... You throw that out? I'm sure it's somewhat controversial, but I think... I think that you have uh, special obligations to real friends, just like you do to certain family that you don't to strangers. But that doesn't mean that you get to do, morally speaking, anything for a real friend. Yeah. Like you don't get to murder somebody for a real friend. And have that be a good moral And have it be morally okay. Right. I mean, for me, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I think I turn you in. I'm sorry, because I also know long term, you're not going to be able to live with this either. So I think I think I would I think I would turn him in. But I also think I mean, like, I would try to talk him into turning himself in. Yeah, he refuses, though. That's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. Yeah, I think I would I think I would turn him in. Uh, What's the other guy? Because the other guy that's being punished i'd be like that's if nobody was being punished it would still be a really difficult we already built that in right that's yeah, yeah. Else someone been, else is has taking been the picked route. Up. what was his name milos milos yeah he's and what's he facing not that it matters i but think just, um let's say um 12 to 15 years yeah like real prison time yeah that's all that matters right. would it matter if milos was a dirt bag it, it could like yeah of course if you somehow knew that milos had murdered somebody and gotten away with it on a yeah. technicality, it might change the situation a little bit. It's like the OJ but thing. You, you don't tend to know that kind of thing. It's like he, what do you mean? Well, he gets off for murder, and then the the robbery <clears throat> takes place, and then people are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah put him in jail, put, put him, him in jail. jail, basically for murder." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Judge Ditch. She yeah. sentenced yeah. him to the same amount of time that he would have gotten if he had been convicted of murdering. Um, really? Yeah, that's what she gave him, like twenty three years or well, something. Well, she gave him the max. If, if I remember the documentary, uh-huh. she gave him the maximum <laughs> that she, she or he, I can't remember. Yeah. I think it was a woman, but like, the, the, the judge gave him the maximum possible. I think for the armed robbery in a way yeah. that was surprising would have been surprising had it not been OJ and all that stuff. Yeah. And it was some, there was some symbolic number used that was like 20, yeah. this for, it was something very symbolic. Like yeah. Was we very watched clear. it. We all watched it. ESPN documentary. Yeah. Right? yeah. No one it really fantastic. remembers it. It was so yeah. good. It was I long. It. it was, I can only remember bits. Yeah. It was great though. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, would you turn your friend in, Maria? Yeah, uh, yes, because if someone else was getting the blame, uh, you know, I don't. Yeah, I'd have to. I would, but it would be very, very, very difficult for yeah, me to. It should be. But yeah. I would have to do it if someone else's life was at stake, no matter who they were. It would be easier if if um Milos was, you know, had gotten off for something before or was like had a criminal history and was like in and out of prison and stuff. But I'd even be like, that. If you, like, if you somehow if I somehow knew that Milos was getting away with running a child porn ring mm-hmm. for the that last was, 15 yeah. years, I'd be like, no, we're good. Would you go like, out of your that, way but to one... research Milos to check, or would that information have to come up for you? I'm just building it into the, to the <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> right, like right. but is that because you went on, how did you find out Milos had this child pornography Well, we can, we can, we can expand the hypothetical. By yeah, like, by just but saying. I just wonder if you're, you don't... Why see, does it matter in, if, I, if I know? No, I, I'm just wondering, because if we're saying <laughs> for this scenario, like, you don't know for sure, you don't know anything about this Milos guy, you find his name in the press, so you do some would you like go out of your way to research him before you made your decision oh um i mean i I think i mean maybe i would i don't know it's like like a good some of these questions are like it's about what would you do in a situation you've never been in right right yeah that's kind of fun and stuff but like there's also we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do you don't know everyone's got a Nazi inside of them. <laughs> it's true. You, I don't know. You, if I, I don't think so. No, 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 no. I'm not saying a Nazi specifically, but I'm saying you have to know the limits of your personality. You can't go. You have to know if I'm in this situation, how far you need to know the evil that's within. Everybody's you. capable of breaking bad. Everybody's yes. capable of everyone going, is becoming cap- bad in certain ways. And if you are, and if you shut that off and go like, "Oh no, I I wouldn't do that," then you're lying to yourself, yeah. and you're making and you're 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 making yourself superior. Where it's like you don't know if right. you're in Germany in 1930, and you're f- in every your family's at stake and everything like that. Yeah, or words are you being put into your head. You may right. have, yeah. and I to mean, say like, "No, I wouldn't," is wrong because you an, weren't there. It may or may yeah, it's. There's this like case in philosophy, not to like of like of like uh, I might be saying this wrong too, but like moral luck. They talk about this thing called moral luck, which is like like it seems like certain cases like seem to highlight for us like how how much luck can can play a part in the moral status of our uh, at least behavior. Um, and so, like <clears throat> for instance, like if like you're driving down the street and there's like like a box, let's say you're driving an SUV or something, there's a box and you drive over it, right? Um, and flatten it out. Oh no. Um, What's uh, in the box? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about that movie now. Uh, the, uh, uh, yeah. So like two cases. One is you drove over a flat, empty box. Oh. Did you do anything mm. wrong? It's not clear that it doesn't seem like you did. Yeah, no. One is you drove, you drove over a, uh, a box with like a, a kid in it and you <gasps> killed the kid, right? Oh my God. And like, and nothing different, like, they both presented themselves in each case the exact same. So the only difference is, uh, in the first one, you're lucky that there wasn't a kid in there. 
The second one, um, you were unlucky that there was. And we want to say of the second person or whatever, the second case, that you did something really bad. You killed a fucking kid by stupidly driving over a box. Um, yeah. But in the first one, we want to let we want to say like you did like nothing wrong, like or at the very least right. like yeah. very little wrong by like carelessly driving over a box because right. you didn't kill a kid. And it's also this moral luck. Does it also have to do like with where you are? Like we're able to be morally superior in a way no, because that's, what, that's we're, why I was bringing it up. In Amer- we're in America. We are, you know, even we- in America. So like lots of people look back at like at like the founding fathers, quote unquote, or like that time, and go like. I would have never owned slaves. And it's like, really? You have no idea if yeah. you would have if you right. grew up in the Confederacy, like in your family owned slaves, guess what? Probably you would have too. Yeah. It, like you now wouldn't because you've been conditioned in a very different situation. And- it doesn't mean it's okay to own slaves and then it was. Your main point about people going like, Well, I never would right. have done that is is taken. I think that's true that people don't understand how much they are just lucky mm-hmm. to be born right. not in Nazi Germany. Right. To not be, even have to make that choice. There are plenty of people, Americans, that aren't that uh, don't identify as Nazis now. That if they grew up there, uh, would have been Nazis. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not even plenty of Americans that probably aren't even like really racist. Like yeah. if they grew up there, they would have ended up Nazis or whatever right. because of. The, the weakness of their character or whatever. Do you think you can tell? Because sometimes I look at someone and I do think, not even look, just people I know, like, yeah. You do? People been. you know? People you're friends with? Some people, yeah. I won't name any names. Like your but... husband? <laughs> sometimes no. I look at Matt and I just think, man, just oh like, man, are you we, lucky? We are both lucky <laughs> that we happen now. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but do you feel like, there's some people who I just feel like are kind of followers by nature and... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and and to yeah, for sure that's true. Yeah, or or people who just want to save their own hide. I mean, I feel like, but I yeah. think those two things are different because I feel like I have a really good survival instinct, like and probably a more flight than fight. However, <laughs> I don't think I'm necessarily like a don't ask questions, just do what they say type of person. So it's it's not clear to me that in a situation where I mean I don't know what the answer is, like what you're obligated to do. When you're a German citizen, uh, or uh, like in Nazi Germany, like are you obligated to sacrifice yourself and your family to to oppose no. Hitler at every turn? You have, well, I think you had they to were, join the. You had to join. No, there were tons of. You didn't have to join the Nazi Party or the SS. There were tons of Germans who just, you know. Okay, but that's that's no, no, fair no. too. But if you throw your hands up and go and go. I'm not going yeah, yeah, to that's help. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Like, I'm, I'm just going to stand back. I'm just going to go. I'm going to let the kid drown. Yeah. Right. Of course. Right. So that's the question of like, is being passive immoral? Like even with. Um, Sometimes. This, yeah. The scenario with that we were talking about with the friend turning your friend in. Like if you don't, you don't have to do. Things are just on a course. Like, so you have to take action <clears throat> to change the course. You could just be passive and say, this was my friend's choice. Yeah. Right. I don't think there's a big. I happen to just a way in here. I don't think there's a big difference between uh, like killing somebody and letting somebody die. Yeah, so I, like, I like. Agree. I mean, I know that I get that there's some like felt intuition that like there, there's some some like initial feeling of like maybe there's a difference, but like no, I think if you let if you let your friend get away with allowing somebody else to take the rap, an innocent person 
take the rap for his hit and run, for Ralph's hit and run, and you let Milos go to jail for 12 years, um, uh, all passively, you've done something very wrong. I agree. Like, morally speaking. Just so you guys know, Luca's holding his temples like he's getting information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm he's a media. Yeah, he's channeling no, this. this. Like, Who are you talking to? And they're talking to Milos. Sometimes I have to, like, I have to, like, Milos says, no, I think that's because I love, <laughs> I love justice so much. <laughs> I honestly, no, I. You, like, you'd be part of the Justice League of America. If you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would be, I would go like, no, 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 this is wrong. The, the, I, I just have to get, I'd have to, there, I couldn't stand by, selfishly, I wouldn't be able to just stand by and watch Milos get uh, sentenced when what I do you knew. mean selfishly? Because for my own, fe- for my own, like a drive Peace you of nuts, mind. Drive yeah, it keeps you up at night. Yeah, yeah, but that—that's like arguably, that's unless it would keep you up at night just because you're afraid of getting caught by who? Uh, like uh, they, by, like, like, oh no, no, no! Like they found they find out that you knew and didn't say anything, right? Like may, maybe that's illegal. I don't know. Maybe it's illegal to maybe you become an accomplice. We don't know much about the law in this room, I no. think, right? Like, like maybe no. maybe once your friend tells you, "Here's what I did," and you don't tell on him, you've become some sort of a. Yeah, you, I think right? that I think that's so, aiding yeah. and abetting a crime. Yes, yes, no, so whatever it is, legally, yeah, it's illegal. If what's what would eat you alive is knowing that you might get caught, that's less morally admirable than if what eat, would eat you alive is knowing that an innocent man went to jail. And you could have stopped. That's it. what would eat me alive. Right. So that's so if that's true that it would eat you alive, that's like a morally good feature of your character. Oh, cool. <laughs> I think, right? Wow. Like the more the more it bothers you that you've done something bad because it's bad, not because you might get in trouble. Like the more that speaks to your good character, it seems. Right. right? I would I if I for some reason didn't turn my friend into the police and Milo went to jail, what I would do is start visiting Milo. Milo Milos went to jail. I would start visiting Milos, maybe form a relationship and marry him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're saying if if you let him go to jail? Yeah, if Milos so would you not like, tell him? In order to make him feel better, you like go, go fuck him like in conjugal visits. Yes. Like, oh my and God. And just like make him feel as good as possible for 12 years. Yeah. And be like, at the end, go like, sorry, first of all, I knew the whole time that you were innocent. My friend did it. The whole thing where we were like saying, I love you, I love you, this feels yeah. so good, this feels so good. That yeah. was all it like It was because I pitied you. It was you. a fake. It yes. was a fake thing. <laughs> right. But I think he'd still go, well, thanks for your time. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's, that's a pretty sick. cocky little... I mean, look, that's I'm not saying I'm the best in bed. <laughs> I also don't really know if conjugal visits are a real thing. That I don't, oh, it doesn't, oh, I think they are. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what Milos gets. You know, maybe he's been... In solitary or something like if that. He get, if he gets conjugal visits, would you immediately start effing him? The next day. Okay. <laughs> well, that's so nice of you. That's crazy. No, no, but I the th- greatest love story never told. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, I really would fall in love with him, and then it would, you know, I'd have what to reveal. What do you reveal. mean you really would? Yeah, but then your, your heart would be broken because he'd never be able to be with you after I know, after would, that betrayal. It's a whole mess. Well, then they'd let him. Me. So this is the kicker: is yeah. he'd he'd get let out early, you know, on parole or whatever, you'd tell, when he got out, he'd come to your door and you go, oh, Milos, by the way, now that you're out, I should tell you this. 
he'd get so enraged he'd <gasps> kill somebody yeah. and he'd get back in prison and now and you have to start fucking him again <laughs> <laughs> and the cycle right, starts right. <laughs> that's the prison system that'd be your second marriage <laughs> I just want to be clear I'm against Nazis I'm against slavery yeah like like because well I, we'll I let think, the listeners decide I do think this can be confusing <laughs> when what you're saying is like when when we identify the true fact that like in some sense lots of people are lucky to not have been born into a situation yep. where uh like where um there was any pressure at all much less like enormous pressure to at least allow the Nazis to do it because they ran the country or allow slave yeah. owners to walk we- around without going like, you fucking monster. How can you fucking own a person? That's a person, you asshole. Like, right. you would have been like... Yeah. You Dad, are you okay? What's yeah. going on? Like, <laughs> yeah. it takes so much... It's And people have so much to worry about just surviving, you know, that it's like... Yeah. It, it takes a really very moral and active person to stand up against a widely accepted injustice Correct. that's happening. And I feel like... It's a systematic injustice. Yeah. Like, that's what's so terrible about like systemic injustice yeah. is, like, is that like it is that like it, it it makes it so even like people that are or could be decent have these perverse incentives to do what's wrong um because the system is making it so uh, they're going to get really punished maybe for doing what's yeah, wrong. Yeah, and I often kind of try to check in with, with myself thinking like is something going on today that in 20 years my kids are going to be like, "Oh my god, mom, I can't believe you were eating meat," for example. Like sure. <laughs> I try and check in with myself about that cuz I don't know if if in, you know, 40 20, 40 years, we're all eating like lab made protein. And oh, yeah. now people who ate meat in a time when there was lots of vegetarian food seem like available. Seem oh, like your monsters. kids seem like jerks. I don't know, but I yeah, and that's I can't what, believe the, you were eating and that's meat. What the, and that's what your counterpart like 60 <laughs> years ago. So like, and her counterpart saying like maybe like the interracial marriage thing, like my kid, grandkids are going to be like, like I we should have allowed them to to marry but like but it just seems like why would yeah, we yeah yeah that's all your kids your grandkids seem like yeah, your grandkids like everybody gets it's not okay no, for interracial marriage i think we just what people don't appreciate is that we all have the capacity for evil every not that we'd all act on evil but we all have the capacity to be evil people and do evil things i think we definitely all have the capacity to be uh to do really shitty bad things like evil. E- evil. I don't I'm think happy evil. with the word evil, but like it's pretty controversial in certain ways whether or not like pure evil even exists. So like, but e- right, but to, we all have the capacity to go to do over horrible, the line to go things. over a line that we believe we would never go I agree. over. I agree. We do, and oh, so the the minute someone goes like, oh no 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 no. Like and I, I think, would never. I would no, never. You right. don't know. You don't know. And so that's where I think compassion kind of comes in to go. Like, hey, you don't know. You just don't know. That said, sometimes you do know yourself some, right? And so, like, if you hear about a friend uh, that like that like random is like randomly cheating on their spouse, like. Uh, like unprotected sex, like all the time. Like I-, I feel pretty comfortable, even knowing all everything and agreeing with a lot of what you're saying. Like pretty comfortable going. Like 
I would never do that. Like, unless, yeah. unless, like, my, my situation would have to be so drastically changed but even, in order for me to do that to, like, a spouse. Like, it's just not in my values. It's not in my behavioral patterns. Like, like people that we know, they just, like, they just have, like, deep insecurities or deep neuroses that make it so, like, they um, almost compulsively, like, fuck strangers on business trips when their spouse is at home, Ugh. and then they expose their spouse to like possible STDs and stuff Horrible. like. Honestly, right? nothing grosses me out more than the words "business trip." <laughs> really? Like just what that puts in my head <laughs> yeah, is like the gross. Like I just yeah. smell carpet. Yeah, like Ooh, a, a hotel carpet. I you're down. You're down in the fucking bar. I, can't. I think like of like free Dan and yogurts in the morning. <laughs> oh my god, I'd that's lo- so sick. That gross. <laughs> I'd be locked in my room every night by seven thirty p.m. And then, but I'd be out in the breakfast buffet very early, early right morning. away. My, First in if line. my spouse is having an affair on business trips, I'd be more grossed out that it was happening in those hotels than anything else. You'd be more grossed out that he was on a business trip. Yeah, that he was I'd be like, first of all, yeah, I'd be, he, he wouldn't even tell me he was going on business trips because he'd know he, how I'd react. He'd know better. Yeah, <laughs> he'd go, I'm going on vacation mm-hmm. with my girlfriend, and I go, okay, bye. And then I yeah, find great. out that it's a. Business I'm kidding. Trip. I was on a business trip yeah. by myself. You were what? at a conference. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Gross. Oh God, a conference. Tell me. A- I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine sounds fun girl up with a powerpoint <laughs> yeah because then afterwards you all get together for happy no, hour in the it's lobby not and that's think. when the affairs happen is happy hour in the lobby yeah oh, that's true that God. is true honestly it's so sick to me <laughs> well i think it's time to take a final vote although i think we're all on the same page about that, that milos that in. you and milos are getting married yeah I can't or at wait. the very least having tons of sex. Yeah. yeah. But no, I would um I would avoid that whole situation by I turning my friend in because also the minute my friend tells me this burdens me with this secret and then says don't tell anyone i'm not going to turn myself they've in. done something wrong i to you. i would say yeah. why how dare you put that yeah. on me yeah what about his kid we did put that he has a kid and he doesn't have a wife anymore i would take in the kid I'd say oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll take your kid. That's actually <laughs> probably that's actually probably the 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 most morally admirable thing off the top of my head would be like um, I'm gonna turn you in, um, but I'll take care of your kid. That yeah. kid's gonna find out, and that kid's gonna come for you. When Not necessarily come for you for what? Turn taking it- away you took away my dad. Yeah, your dad killed somebody. Or so like what? Paralyzed somebody or whatever. So else. what? Uh, if well, I- then then you did a bad job raising the kid. Yeah. Mm. How young is this kid? If you bring him in young, teach him that like paralyzing people and running away without taking any responsibility. When you hit, when you do a hit and run, you don't know what state you're leaving that person in. They could be saved. It might be that if you stop, call the ambulance, their spine could be saved. Like it, like you don't know. You're really dropping the ball when you run away. But there may be, there may be some fights where the kid is like, what are you going to do? Turn me in just like you turned in my dad. I will. And I'm going to. Yeah. I mean, give me your phone. <laughs> give me your damn phone. <laughs> Why can't you use yours? <laughs> Mine's dead. <laughs> I pay, They're all mine. I pay for all of them. All right, Luca, what wow. would you do? Uh, I would do a similar... I mean, it would be really hard. We're being flip and we're talking about like... I think that's the right way to word, use the word flip. Yeah, we're... But we're, like, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about like slavery and Nazis and like... like yeah. So like, I, like to bring it back to something so... so um, much more narrow mm-hmm. um 
it almost makes it easier, right? Like, like yeah. to, for me, after contextualizing it conversationally like that, like, um, I would, I would, um, I would, I would make sure that he either turned himself in, which we're building in, he wouldn't do, but I would try to get him to do that. And if he didn't, then, then I, then I, I'd turn him in yeah. and like, um, uh, I think, and if I didn't, I think I'd be doing the wrong thing. Yeah. That's a good distinction. And I would, I would try to help the innocent people, uh, that I cared about, like his kid, like be okay, even though he'd done this yeah. like unfortunate thing. I mean, I, I think hit and runs tend to be, since that's what we focused on, mm-hmm. they're, they're obviously, they're not premeditated usually. Like yeah. they're like a guy, a guy panicked. But yeah. like, or uh, a woman, it's, it's probably always guys, right? Like, uh, the, I think usually. The, uh, <laughs> no. The, uh, Not in the Lifetime movies. There is a Lifetime movie about a woman who is drunk at lunch. and A drunk at lunch? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And is God. it called drunk at lunch? <laughs> <laughs> but she, lunch. on the way home, she hits a kid on a bicycle. And just yeah. keeps going. Oh, oh, God. yeah. I mean, it's like more. It's it's. Drunk I find I find movies. I know we're wrapping it up, but yeah. I find movies and stories where uh, women have done things that are uh, evil or bad um, often more interesting. Because, well, because they've got hysteria, <laughs> right? Because Girl, because, no. because women ha- women have hysteria usually. No, lock no, them but, in the attic. No, that's what I no, say. But because, this because, is a case of wandering womb. <laughs> Because I think, I think it's uh, it's it's much societally much more easy for understandable reasons to imagine um, evil doers being male, yeah, because of whatever, because of male like behavioral patterns or whatever, and like, and I think sometimes we underestimate, like, to go to one of your points from earlier, like what what women are capable of and it's it's in a way it's condescending to get to, mm. yeah no to go, i like, could do rem- i could do a lot yeah you don't know oh no i completely believe that you could do a lot can i um now i agree i agree with both i would turn him in and i would take the kid uh-huh to a nearby fire station uh, no, <laughs> just drop, drop him off. off put him in the mail the firefighters would, don't like, worry raise no yeah, i'd i'd sure. i'd figure out what to to do with i don't know if i'd take the kid in depending on how cl- what family members he had right? like, put him in it i'll take care of your kid ralph uh, yeah, don't you yeah. worry put him in that box on the freeway <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drive over him i thought it was empty <laughs> Um, but let me just ask this um, before we wrap it up. Do you think talking about this stuff, talking about choices and philosophical kind of like what ifs helps you when these situations do arise, if they ever do, to be more sound in how you respond? Or do you think that when you're confronted with these situations, it's just instinct? I think it's more instinct. Really? Okay. Um, but let's, why don't we um, go to our little big one of the yeah, week? We got, we're, oh, yeah. Dear little big ones. I often take the bus to work. The other day, I found $20 sitting on the bus seat next to me. I put it in my pocket and went on my way. Was that the right thing to do, or should I have asked around to see if anyone dropped it? But how would I know that they wouldn't lie? Sincerely, bus boy. Are you laughing at his job? No, no. I think he's calling himself bus Bus boy boy. like he takes the bus. Yeah. Oh. I immediately just thought he was a bus boy. (laughs) Well, maybe he is. And if he is, good for him. Absolutely. And thank you for taking public transportation. Yeah. And thank you for being in the service industry. 
Thank I, you for your service. I think great. it's polite if there's someone who seems like if there has been someone sitting. We can just go around and real quickly each give our two cents on this. But mm-hmm. I think it's okay to take the twenty dollars if there wasn't someone who obviously dropped it. Yeah, I think so. If it's on the seat next to you, then uh, I'd look. It depends how crowded it is. If it's an empty bus, I'm taking it. I think I think you should say so. To make the distinction again, maybe, or maybe for the first time, he said, is this the right thing to do? Like, so yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's not clear at all that it's the right thing to do. Uh, is it, it might be okay, which is what you guys are focusing on. Yeah. yeah. Like morally accept, morally acceptable is different from what's the right thing to do. Like mm. sometimes we're allowed to do things that aren't the best, right. but they're still not like morally wrong, I think. And right. like. I think probably the best thing to do would be go like, is this anybody's? Is this anybody's? And, and just then like someone that, goes take, like, oh, you take that risk. Yeah, you take yeah, that. You that's, take that's, the risk because like it's like morally better to like to like um, not risk like basically taking twenty dollars that somebody needs and wanted and had yeah. and just fell out of their po- pocket. Mm-hmm. And but but like I think it's morally acceptable to just go like look around and if nobody's looking for it, just. Probably put it yeah. in your pocket, like if it's not yeah. in a wallet or anything. Yeah, I think that's fine. If you're it not, if you don't yeah. see it fall out of the person's pocket, oh, if you see it, then that's it's not probably, yeah. acceptable. Yeah, right. That's yeah, not agree. okay because then it's not like, well, you dropped it. Find yeah. those keepers. As soon as you lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think to just find it on a bus seat and kind of look around, and I think this bus boy, I think you're fine. Uh, yeah, I think it could have been cool for you to say, "Hey, is this anyone's?" Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, even if you said it kind of quietly, so there's just, a way to read people though. Like, yeah. like yeah. if he, and somebody goes like, "Uh, what is it?" Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's mine. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, it's not yours, dude." You and know, then, like, then you, you get into bad. an altercation because then it's like, "Yeah, it is mine." Well, okay. well, you have to be willing to to go. Sometimes there. morality <laughs> requires you to like sometimes risk alter- wow. risk the possibility. I of guess yeah, I gotta be more aware of that because I'm so I always like things to I like like to be in a little ball in the corner and not yeah. and not do anything. But I realize that to be morally to to be a moral person, you have to put yourself out on the line more. Yeah, you can't be passive because. Just because you're passive and you're not causing the problems, you are the problem. Mo- you could be the morality. Problem. I think in and we we haven't talked about this and we won't like, like, like <laughs> but like it's not it's not clear like like one controversy and like uh, a controversial view and philosophy is uh, moral uh, nihilism or moral skepticism. Mm. The idea that there are no real moral facts mm. or whatever. But that aside, um, <laughs> if there are, it seems clear that. Um, morality requires s- s- you to sometimes sacrifice some of your self interests, yeah. and like, mm. and it, it's not it's not always compatible with like that which is best for you. And so sometimes you have to do things that are painful or at least difficult in order to to do what's moral, mm. right? Okay, and that means saying, "Hey, whose twenty dollars is this?" Yeah, or "Hey, uh, turn yourself in." Yeah. Uh, so Luca, you've got um, just to promote a couple things. You're on the show People of Earth. That's right. Yeah, People of um, Earth on TBS. TBS. Is That's that so on exciting. right now? Is it? Uh, it just aired. The second season just aired, and uh, um, it's available on demand on the TBS app. If oh, you have dope. access to it, check it and out, guys. We shoot season three next year. Oh, awesome! Anything yeah. else you got coming up or doing? Or I think that's that. I did. I mean, I do. Uh, uh, Oh, I do a podcast with my friends. Oh, you do? Mary Holland and uh, oh, that's right. And Casey Fagel yeah. Tapped, which is 
based off our UCB stage show called This Is Not Funny. I've been the in that. The show is not funny. You have been in that. Yeah. The show is I think not when funny. you weren't there. No, I was there. You were? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. But it was a while back. It, yeah. We did it at Franklin. We've done it like the Franklin Theater oh. twice, and that was one of the times. But we normally do it at sunset. Yeah. The third Sunday or Saturday of every month. I'm saying everything wrong and then having to correct myself. Yeah. But that's funny. Um, and people can find you on Twitter, Instagram? or anything. Oh, yeah. And Tapped is on Feral Audio. Uh, yeah, I'm at Luca Jones, L-U-K-A-J-O-N-E-S, on Twitter, and I'm at Luca Jovetich um, on uh, Instagram, but you can just search for Luca Jones and my, my handle will pop up. Cool. Do it, you guys. And you guys can email us at thebigonespodcast at Gmail if you want to send in your little big ones or you've got it. <clears throat> Or if you've got any questions or concerns, we'd love to hear from you. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening. This is The Big Big One. One.